Hey there, y'all. It's your little old wolfy boy again here on 694.2 PTBP. Now, I know y'all have been missing me even though my last broadcast was only about a half hour ago. It is currently 11 a.m. on December the 6th. Today on Howlin' with Wolf, we got ourselves an announcement from user Totoro's Bang Bus over on the subreddit who posted about the show and tagged at Pretending Pod on Instagram. If you want to write a message for Wolf to read on air, follow in their extremely helpful footsteps. Tag us on Instagram or Twitter at PretendingPod, or write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and email us at PretendingPod at gmail.com. Totoro's Bang Bus writes, Hello folks, Pat Rion here, and I just want to say that I don't understand why you keep mentioning me, but I would like to thank you for the influx of money that has come my way recently due to this show. Thanks to you all, I am one step closer to getting my mushroom restaurant, Shiitake, on me up and going in the city i'd like to offer everyone a 15 percent coupon off for when we do open man i can't wait to use that 15 percent off coupon to get me a steaming bowl of some of that dirt fungus my favorite part of the mushroom is all that nasty mud i hope they don't wash them off too much my producer has a note here Apparently, a vast and overwhelming number of wolf pups are Android users. This makes it all the more necessary to steal the iPhones from your parents' nightstands, your co-workers' desks, your children's hands, and write a five-star review for pretending to be people on Tim Cook's bondage fetish machine. Man, I can't stop thinking about all those delicious funky mud babies that I'm gonna get at that mushroom diner. The fungus that dwells as a morel. Give me that mushroom stew, baby, and give it some extra stank. Speaking of blasphemous smells like rot and greed and cirrhosis piss, it's the hemorrhoids of truth. It's the news. John Lee Pettymore, or Kevin Lee Pettymore, or whatever he's calling himself now, had a vision and is now convinced he has the second sight. Keith Vigna desperately wanted to call the number left to them by Agent Kennedy, Agent McKinley, and Billy Harrison. Oh shit. Kennedy, McKinley, Billy William Harrison. (laughs) I definitely get it now. Clark Bishop was called out by a strange humanoid figure that just appeared on top of a nearby crypt and taking us to that scene now, using the unnatural power to roll back time, it is Kudzu with no backbone. this massive noise erupt from behind you and you see standing and materializing all at once on top of this crypt that is overlooking the clearing that you are standing in for the funeral of Ari Manstein there is this figure this large like six and a half foot tall humanoid figure with translucent skin giant gaunt features wearing a black suit and it looks at Clark Bishop directly in the eyes and says hello 
subject one five two two five one eight one nine five five one eight. Please give me the book. How scared am I of this thing just by appearance? Go ahead and first off, everyone roll sanity for me. It's like a man in black kind of thing, like a gray man, sort of like a yeah. Exactly. What what are we doing? Sorry. Uh, Go ahead, everyone. Roll sanity for me. (laughs) Oh hell yeah! I got a fifty-three. I fail. (laughs) I have fourteen, so I failed. Uh, I fail. Uh, 34 on a 20. Everyone lose one sanity, and did any of you roll over your power? No. I did. Yeah, I rolled a 90. I've rolled 53 on a 50. Uh, Also, I need to borrow a pencil. Yeah, same. (laughs) Shit. Fuck. Why did you have to get this nice, soft desk? I can't write anything on it. (laughs) This is like the test in Men in Black. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's no proper surface on which okay, to write. What just happened? We lost one sanity. We each lost yeah. one sanity. And you and I both rolled over our power. That is correct. So keep that in mind. Okay, very close. Uh, I've got a uh, 19 with a breaking point of 18. Oh, boy. And Thomas? A 21 with a breaking point of 20. Oh, boy. <laughs> Luke, where's Keith at? I'm at 13 with a breaking point of 8. All right, we are down to the end. (laughs) I want it that way. That was tight. Uh, For $50 a month on our Patreon, you can get the... uh, The acapella. uh, It's the PT... PTBP acapella. It's, yeah, that's it's, hard to say. Justin has to say it like every week. PTBP. 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 Anyway, we recorded a 45-track album covering every boy band. Well, we just do a lot of interpretations of Tell Me Why. We've got Dixieland. We've got hip-hop. We've got... It took us a lot of takes, but we put them all on there. There's the Bread Street Boy. Tell me right. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, we even so, have parodies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you have to get into parodies when you do that many versions. Okay, so you each lose one sanity, and the figure, the towering gaunt figure, is just staring at you, and it slowly begins to hold out one of its overtly long hands. Uh, Clark is going for his gun, but as he's doing it, he's yelling at the thing. What? 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 Book, what are you? And as I finish that, what are you? My gun is pointed at him. Okie dokie. Kevin John has very little left to live, and he just reaches out a hand in greeting. <laughs> he, he You're about cra- 20 yards, 20 feet away. You're going to try to shake its hand? I mean, yes. it's got a long arm, but I don't know <laughs> if it's that long. How long is the arm? Keith, uh, I would say the arm itself is five feet long. Too long. Keith, Keith what is Keith doing? Keith uh, runs behind a. Uh, Anything. What do, you, what do you call the uh, above ground? A mausoleum? A mausoleum. I run behind the closest mausoleum, pull my gun out, and hide. Alrighty. Clark, as you hold out your gun pointed at it, I need you to roll power for me. I pass a 50 on a 60. All right. You feel internal struggle within yourself. 
but overcome it in your ability to continue pointing this gun. And the creature says, Please, I would not like to ask again. Please give me the book. I don't know what book you're talking about, evil thing. It turns its attention to Kevin, John Lee Pettymore, standing next, and it says, What is your name? Roll power. Uh, pass, 20 and a 60. You, you have free, you have, you have the ability to do whatever you would like to do here, as it asks you your name. Well, I'm Kevin John. That's a long story. What's your name? 43629, and I am here for the book. Well... We, d- we don't know what book we want, but... I can feel the book is nearby. Clark is looking for Keith. Keith is hiding behind the uh, the closest mausoleum. I peek around the corner, aim my gun at the guy, and take a shot. Oh, shit. Roll firearms. It's a 32 on, I think it's 70, yeah. 32 and a 70. Alrighty, roll uh, 2d10 for damage as you fire your small, powerful pistol at this creature. That is a 4 and a 6. A 4 and a 2, 6. 4 and a 2, 6. You fire this gun and you uh, you wing it in the arm and you see as the bullet flies through, this arm just kind of like dissipates and then begins to slowly reform. And before you have even smelled the smoke off of your firearm, this creature is standing next to you with its hand on your throat and it lifts you up against the mausoleum. Whoa. And it says, what is your name? Roll power. That's cocked. Uh, 59 on a 50. Keeping him honest. (laughs) You immediately respond with your name. Keith Vigna. What are you doing here? I was here for the funeral. Why are you shooting? I'm just scared. It slowly places you back down on the ground and says... Do not be scared. And you are not. Okay. Oh, dope. This guy's cool. When it was not on the mausoleum and was then at Keith, do we see it do anything or did it just blink? It's as if you stood completely still while it moved there in a normal fashion, but it was all sped up. This is likely what you think. The other perspective like was. Like what the audience saw. Right. Up. Super duper cool. I am only here for the book, and then I will go. Subject one five two two five one eight one nine five five one eight. There will be no trouble. Give, give me the book, man. I, I don't. Uh, John, I don't know. I don't know what what book it wants. I don't know if I, I don't have a book. I don't have a book. I came. I came here with the clothes on my back and a gun. I just I don't have a I don't have a book. I don't I don't have a well shit I'm not near you sorry. Keith, Keith you got a book? What? Give him a give him a book. You got I don't a book? Have, I don't read. I don't have any books. <laughs> Clark is trying to address the thing. Is it looking at me when I do? Immediately. We we do not possess a book. This creature walks up to you. And begins tilting its head to the side, back and forth like a dog when you say squirrel. 
and it says, No, Buck! <laughs> no, no, Buck. What you do? It is here. You are subject. Oh, I. And it's kind of like freaking out. It's getting really upset. It doesn't understand why you don't have this book and especially why you're not just giving it to it. Where are you? I'm here. Where is here? I'm at a cemetery in the city. The city cemetery. I am where the book is. You should be here with the book. Oh my God. Whoa. I walk over to Ari's coffin and open it up and see if there's a book in there. Roll search. 84 on a 40. You've merely horrified her few remaining relatives. (laughs) (laughs) If Uh, anyone else is here from their (laughs) funeral, they are fucked up. There's there's one old lady who has been sitting in her seat the entire time. She's in a wheelchair and she just... On top of all this, she sees you open her granddaughter's. Well, she's, <laughs> she can barely it. see, and she's completely deaf. She's yeah. just like, where did everybody go? <laughs> Clark is kind of not doing, he's holding his gun up as, uh, to be not threatening now. Can you describe the, the book? What book is it? The book is necessary for me to take away from you. You are not to be in possession of the book. Your time with it has come to an end now, and we do not want you using it any further. I guess good news we don't have it anymore. That is not good news. I need to bring it. What do you mean by you're where it is, but we're not where it is? The book is here. Where are you? When? Here now. I take another shot at this thing. (laughs) Damn it, Keith. Roll firearms. 10 on 70. Roll damage, 2d10. Oh, no. 18. 18? Two, two nines. Double nines. Double nines. <laughs> okay. As you fire through this thing. Oh, right. Sorry. You mentioned earlier that it went through its hand, like dissipated. So maybe you're not hurting it. But anyway. <laughs> the blasts go through its body and it falls. Never mind. <laughs> Every single part of its body dissipates into smoke as it hits the ground, including its suit. And it is no longer standing or existing in front of you. I need all three of you to roll sanity. 58. <laughs> Fail. But I don't roll over my con. Ooh, I pass. A fucking Very 14 powered. on a 19. Congratulations. Yeah. I got a 98 on a 13. Alrighty, Luke and is Thomas. over your power? <laughs> you each lose one sanity. And Luke, I need you to dive deep. Hey, so that's my breaking point. Yeah. The next time that you uh, go unconscious, you will wake up with a new disorder. Disorder. I run over to Clark and I tackle him and I want to pin him down and ask him, what fucking book was he talking about? All right. I need you both to roll unarmed combat just to see who, uh, see what happens here. Keith, you're fucking fucked. <laughs> uh, I rolled a 40 on a 40. I rolled an 11. 
Oh, a crit success. Oh, but yeah. we're not contested. I mean, that's but a crit success crit, beats a crit 40, beats a 40. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Automatically, crit beats a regular success. Yeah. So as Keith comes running at Clark, Clark, you can describe what you want to do with his body as he is, uh, <laughs> as he's yelling at you about the. What book. do you want to do with his body? If, if he's dive, if you're diving at me, I'm just gonna try to like spin you past me. Just you're just you just whiff on me, and maybe I uh, I'll throw you to the ground. Ugh, the fuck, Keith? What? How I'm, I'm looking up at you from the ground, eyes wide, probably pupils dilated, and I'm shaking in, like, fear. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Keith. Keith, it's all right. What's, what's going on? I just... I, I start to approach him, hands up, kind of like a calm down kind of gesture. I approach him from behind and slap him twice on both cheeks to try to calm him down. I calm down a little bit, but I, I get up and I, I just start backing away from the both of you, just staring. Keith, it's gone. It's gone. You, it looks like you got it. I don't... Did you did you summon that thing here? Summon that thing? What? How did you... I, I don't know, Keith. I, I don't just showed think up, I Keith. did. I, I, I keep walking back and I, I my back gets up into one of the mausoleums and I kind of bump into it and I still like looking back between the both of you and I, I just I just faint oh shit huh. Keith Keith John he's out he's out cold uh, let me slap him a few times to make sure slap slap Keith wakes up uh, let me slap him I don't think he's quite awake <laughs> let me slap him two more times slap slap here, I'll give it a shot. Slap. So I, I'm, I'm slapped awake and then slapped. Slap. Four, five times <laughs> while I'm awake and I. Keith, you all right? I'm so sorry. I don't. Did we slap you out of it? I don't know what came over me. I. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. Uh, my heart is beating like a thousand miles a minute. I'm sitting down. I look up at both of them. I'm. I'm really sorry. I don't. Something just. Something in my brain just triggered. I don't. I don't. I'm really sorry. I, d- I didn't mean to attack you or accuse you, but uh, that thing just what fucked you, me you up. Did what thing? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, the alien thing, yeah. The the gray man. Was he gray? Did you translucent? He's a, he's a he's a he's a man in black, right? Well, but did that myth- did that thing speaking? Did that thing not remind you a little bit of Marvin Glass? The translucent, translucent skin, too big. And small at the same time. Not enough lipstick. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Do you have any idea what book he was talking about? Fellas, I mean, I don't have any book. I did find a bunch of papers and documents and books at Jim Cook's house. Ma- Jim? Maggie's father. Maggie's father. Mag- Maggie's father was part of the Circle of Knowledge. Did you as find well. anything? books that you think he might have been talking about maybe do you have them on you no no they're back at his house i did i just left them there where i found them maggie walked in on me so he didn't pick up any wait maggie walked in on you that's where she found me at jim's house so it turns out that uh maggie's dad was in the circle of knowledge as i was rifling through his papers i did find a leather bound book that boy it was it was freaky deaky. Like a, a grimoire. Was there anything on the front of it? It was extremely grimoire-ish. <laughs> For sure. It was leather it was leather bound, but was there a was it was just the symbol of knowledge the circle of knowledge was on the front of it. Yes. You didn't think that one super weird book you found was the book that fellow was talking about? I mean I didn't have it. He kept asking for it. I, I was racking my brain for books. That's the one that just now came up. Are you sure you don't have it? 
I, I don't have it. Clark. I know where it is. Is it on your person right now? No, but we can go get it. Clark. <laughs> All right, you got me. You have it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't have it. <laughs> um, well, so after I shot this thing, its suit, did it dissipate too? Yes. Okay. Did you flip through that book? Did you see what was in it? I mean, the thing was that that book, it was freaky deaky. I could only open it to the last page. And I mean, I could only open it. Was it like like magnets almost? Like That's, that's what it felt like. Yeah, magnets. You nailed it. What did the last thing say? The last page was, it, it had this drawing. It was this this hooded figure with light coming out of its mouth, but it wasn't actual light. It was just drawn. And written over the top of that over and over and over the entire page, it said, it is only through death that he may rise again. That's all I could, all I could see. So the, the drawing... What did it look like? What was it? It was like black, like if you were to draw black scribbles in the shape of a hooded figure and then leave the middle of it emanating light out of its mouth. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you used an eraser there in yeah. that part. <laughs> Clark's an artist. <laughs> well, whoever drew this picture clearly had some, some skill. They knew how to use negative space. <laughs> they had a command of negative yeah. space that is unrivaled right, in contention. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Well, what? Yeah, no, I saw I saw the contention like high school art programs, fucking yearly fucking exhibition. There's no motherfucking kids in that class who can do that shit. None of them have command of negative space, fucking balance, color palettes, point of view, okay. point of view, perspective. As much as I love talking about artwork, right now I think we should get the fuck. It's not out art. That's cemetery. my whole point. Is that it's fucking terrible. If we take it as fact that that's the book it was looking for. I might need to tell you a little more about it. Yeah, tell yeah, us about I'd this. I'd love to hear about this it. grimoire. It's it's some kind of maybe sacred text of some sort for the circle of knowledge, and uh, it has to do with the revelation of the overseer. What does that mean? Yeah, exp- expand on that. So, from what I've gathered, essentially, the circle of knowledge is hoping to the overseer's maybe a good guy who lays peace on the world or something like that. Anyway, it's not the big thing I saw. The big thing I saw was a scary thing. And the overseer, I think, maybe combats it or something. There's some reason they want the overseer. Is this the creature you were talking about? It's not. That's what I mean. The overseer is maybe the good guy, and the thing I saw is the bad guy? Yeah. I don't know. I'm piecing it together as I go. Well, so where is this book right now? It's at Jim Cook's house. Can I take him there? Do I remember how to get there? Would I remember? Yeah, sure. I, I could take. I could bring you guys there if you want. Is that to in see contention? It. It's in the city. It's in the city. All right. Yeah. Let's go check that out. Should we go there right now? Though. Oh, hold on. I, I, yeah. I'm. I'm remembering. I'm remembering something about what I saw when I was John Keith. You got dragged off by those fish, man. But Clark, old you looked a lot like the fellow you described in that book robed and with light coming out of the mouth. Oh, shit. Old Clark? Yeah, old Clark made this Clark come back to life. Wait, I've been meaning to ask you, where'd you get them old-fashioned contention PD digs? The circle had them. The circle had a beautiful room that gave me anything I wanted. <laughs> cool. I think that was more mechanical than Hell yeah. cool. <laughs> so they, they gave you they gave you retro like I'm off yeah. Keith is looking at both of them. 
I have no fucking idea what you're talking about right now. Oh. What do you mean by old Clark? I believe Keith Vigna was fingers deep into boiling yeah, water, for fishing that. for crawdads when you guys were discussing this for one-on-one. Sure. I don't know what you mean by old Clark or well, I was any trying, of this. I was trying to figure out how the hell I'm around since... Kevin seemed to know that you were around. I asked, I asked him, how, how, am I, how am I alive? And Kevin let me know that he thinks he saw old me is what he said. Old did, you? What did does you, that did mean? You, did you say plural? It was an older Clark, and he was wearing them ropes, and his life, his mouth lit up, just like the figure he was just talking about. So... Was it at in, like in a, the in the grimoire like a future version of Clark or are we or like a like a bubble uh, non bubblegum tree Clark hmm, old Clark aged aged Clark aged Clark do you Clark either you know what the that future means old Clark I know what it, <laughs> I know what old Clark means but, do, but are, is it the is it a future Clark or is it a this is the first I'm hearing about this. I'm super confused. You're I mean, looking for same. definitive answers in the middle of this horrifying <laughs> circumstances. Well, it seems like both of you know, have no, heard of this we before. Just, we just, we just no. know. We just, I mean, I don't know about Kevin, but I just know that that apparently old Clark dragged me into a room or something like that. Dr- drug me away. Is that how you? An older it? version of you drug you away. Now, now, what happened is an older version of you. Showed up, that light came out of his mouth, and he reached into you, and then you both disappeared. Oh. Well, that makes total sense. That, I get it. Yeah, of that course. makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, now that's, I see. That's, that's, so we can move on. Now I see. That's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, that, thank you for clarifying. That uh, that does jive. I mean, if the circle of knowledge is has something to do with the light mouth in the book, and then I woke up, and then... Maggie found me and took me into the circle of knowledge. It sounds like they orchestrated it in some way to bring me into the fold. I'll accept that for now. If you said I blipped out of existence, maybe old me blipped into existence. Well, if you blipped out of existence, don't you think maybe is that something y'all just like Stan Manstein did? Kind of similar, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you see them blip out? Yeah. Was it the same way that Stan Manstein blipped out? Not quite. Okay. Did you see where old me came from? Like no, you was, you was just approaching your dead body. Old you was, and then you did the thing, and then you guys were gone. Hmm. Hey, what? Well, you look good, well, buddy. <laughs> You're looking good. Yeah. Well, th- 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 thanks, John. If none of us know, really, let's turn back to the task at hand. Somebody's trying to get this book. Do you think we should try to go? find that book I, I i mean we can drive there we can certainly go and get it i don't understand what its significance is the only thing I, it was asking for it i it, i'm just now thinking maybe that's the book that it wanted but i mean i mean we can grab it just to make sure it's in our it's possession in the city uh-huh. let's get it and then let's go deal with marvin glass we ought to drive over there get the book on the way we can call the uh quote unquote FBI Ooh, good idea on the way over there and then we get the book and then you think we go to glass yeah I think we I think we settle business in the city and then we head back I think so too so we head toward the book we call the FBI and we do and then after that we do the Chewbacca plan with me we take care of business I agree I like it and break (laughs) (laughs) Joe roll alertness for me is Clark (laughs) has the highest alertness in the group (laughs) oh damn 
What's a DM4 but for wrecking plans? Fuck you, Zach. Oh, that's a hella fail. What was I rolling on? Anyway, alert. 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 it's a 96 on a 70. Well, that is a fail indeed. Continue on with your uh, plans that'll certainly happen nope. right now. We're already out of the cemetery. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, so, wait, how how did uh, both of you arrive here? I, I drove the uh, police car that we took to Glass. Oh, nice. The circle provided me a car. A silver Honda Accord. Cool. Okay. Uh, Kev? I came with Rosemary. All right. Well, do you guys want to take the two cars, or you just want to hop Clark, in the hold police on, cruiser? Hold on real quick. I just forgot that I haven't checked on where Rosemary is this whole time. Are you with Rosemary? I, I was. She was on Overwatch on one of these mausoleums. Did you see her anywhere? She was, she was here. Who's got the best search between the three of you? I have 40. 50. I think Clark has the best search. No, I don't have... It's under S. I have the baseline. (laughs) I have the 20%. Oh, Oh, shit. I have the best search. All righty, Thomas, go ahead and roll. What the fuck is wrong with us? (laughs) Cops bad at searching. Yes, 20. Okay, you look up exactly where she was, and you don't see her, and looking around, you you might even, like, put your fingers on top of one of these mausoleums and lift yourself up, and looking around... I do that. You see that she's not on any of them, but what you do see is two city police officers heading straight your way. Hey, boys. Uh, Rosemary's not up here, but fucking two city PDR. They're they're hoofing it our way. We might want to fucking skedaddle. Okay, guys. Follow me back to the police cruiser. Let's get the fuck out of here. Take the same car? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I mean... I think my police cruiser is a little better than your Civic, so let's get the fuck out of here. I wait for uh, John Lee Pettymore to get down from the mausoleum, and I start booking it towards uh, where I parked the police cruiser. Okay, are you guys just going out the same way you came in, through the normal route that one would take to get from the parking lot to this clearing? Taking directly the route away from the cops. Like straight away from them, if you, even if we have to double back. Yeah. But we're trying to, we're taking the route that will get us out of sight of these, the fuzz. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and roll real quick. As you guys begin to recollect uh, yourselves and head out through the back way, you hear, Freeze! City PD! We are now in combat order. Clark, it's your turn. What do you do? Hmm. I, I turn around. Uh, Every, everything's fine, fellas. I think you have a gun in your hand still. I mean, <laughs> I would. I don't know if I would have had that still in my hand. Uh, everything's fine here, fellas. Contention PD. We're, we're getting out of your hair. Your uh, jurisdiction's far away from here, sir. Keep your hands in the air where we can see I'm them. Ju- I'm just visiting one of the fallen, buddy. Yeah, I was gesturing to the coffin, which is open because I had opened. It we up. lost. We lost a good one in the contention ranks. I, I, I'm kind of. Frankly disappointed that you're crashing it like this. They both have their guns up and they say, "Yeah, we heard uh we heard there were some shots that went off during the funeral here." I so got it under control. It was the 21 gun salute, you motherfuckers. She <sighs> I need you to roll persuade for me, Clark. Okay. Oh, I pass. I fucking pass. A uh, 16 on a 40. All right. The police officers put their guns down and they say, Glad to see that you got everything under control. And they look at Keith, who's wearing just these absurd clothes. And they're like, is he the one who did it? Nope, he's he's with us. He's a member of the Contention PD as well. It's traditional Contention PD morning clothes. I pull my uh, Contention Police badge out, and I say, when I hung out with Ari, we always liked to go boating. <laughs> 
these officers, they want to know more. They they start walking up toward you guys, and they're like, "All right, well, uh, let's let's get down this down uh, here." And they pull out note a notepad, and they're like, "We need to take statements from all of you." I want to move up to intercept them. Okay, you do so. Does Kevin have any kind of identifying information on him? Anything that ties him to Marvin Glass? You would probably have. Yeah, you would probably have uh, like a dirty dog keypad, mm-hmm, something like that. Okay, I pull the dirty dog grooming keypad out of my chain. I'm like. Boys, I don't think we need to have this conversation. I'm with Mr. Glass. Oh, and they kind of look at each other. Oh, 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 oh. And then they uh, they start whispering to each other. And... Uh, we are we are certainly sorry. Please uh, give our deepest apologies to Mr. Glass and uh, actually, and they cover up their names and badge numbers, <laughs> and of course, and they start of course. and they turn and they're like, "We are so we are so sorry to bother you." Also, uh, Rip, your fallen police officer. Sorry to hear about that, uh, sir. Again, deepest apologies. Please don't say anything to Mr. Glass. We 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 weren't even here. That's goddamn right. And they turn around and they hoof it. Kevin, I thought that would work. What's the what's the keychain do? Oh, that's a fun one. So the keychain, the dirty dog grooming keychains, they like open up the door to the fucking Dennis Inn and maybe some other places in his things. The Dennis Inn, the Den of Sin. Oh, the Den of Sin. You know Sorry. where we were? Yeah, held right, right. as cage fighters. Right, right. Yeah. Oh. I saw a whole rowdy okay. bunch of degenerates open up a door on the floor, just in the fucking street. Dirty dog grooming keychains. So uh, that's what John John Peters had on him, right? Is that yeah? It's exactly Peters what John Peters had on him. And John Peters, we know, hung out in the den of sin. Well, he was a dirty degenerate that couldn't bet for shit. Am I the only one who heard that? The, the den of sin is a name that? that I don't know, but I do. Oh, that's where we were. The den of sin. The den of, the den, sin. The den of sin was yeah. the name of the place we were at. Yeah, we found those betting stubs at John mm-hmm. Peters' house that, yep. that, that tied him to the place. Yeah. yeah. And John Peters, he was telling a big story. Uh, he was saying he was all important, trying to get in there. Wasn't really happening for him. There's more to that than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, as these police officers walk away, I uh, look back at both of my. Um, I would say former uh, coworkers, and now I think I think we're coworkers now again, but in a different capacity. And I say, "Hey, well, I'm parked over here." As you guys begin leaving the funeral, do you want to do anything here in the clearing before you head out? There are three corpses of basically androids that are laying out, uh, and then also the body of Ari Manstein is in her coffin, but not in a tomb. I believe the funeral might have ended with placing the coffin so, in the tomb. Yeah, I, I want to pay my respects to the androids, and <laughs> and then we probably need to get on that crank and lower Ari down. <laughs> Keith walks over to the crawfish boil again and, and grabs... Three, four more, and uh, lose a hit point. <laughs> I think I think it's cooled down by this point. Uh, whoever was manning the fire is has been gone for a minute. So uh, these were all above ground mausoleums around us, right? They are. Indeed. Is there one that's obviously the one she was heading toward? There is uh, one with an open door, uh, tomb doors to the to I, the mausoleum that is right nearby. I grab one of the things that the pallbearers hold, the bars on the side of the coffin. Mm-hmm. You can feel those. Let's get her. Let's get her rested. I right. go ahead and uh, grab uh, yeah, the, uh, on the it. other side. You pick up the coffin of Ari Manstein, and you begin walking her into her crypt that she will stay in for oh, oh, the wait, rest wait. of her time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we take her in here, let's look through this coffin. 
think Keith. I think I, I saw Keith run over there earlier. Done this twice already. <laughs> <laughs> I looked for the book and then I also opened it up earlier to see if she was even in there. She was. She is in there, and there is no book in there. Oh, good. Okay, <laughs> let's bury her. <laughs> I grab one uh, one of the bars and I, I close the coffin and uh, I think the three of us start walking into the mausoleum. The mausoleum is completely dark and as you walk in, you hear a voice. Clark, it's a voice you might recognize maybe a little bit quicker than the other two because it sounds so much like you. And looking up... You see these little sparks of light as a voice rings out, chanting in the darkness. You see these flashes and sparks ignited seemingly by this steady chant, and the flicker illuminates a piece of parchment held by an old Clark Bishop wearing a dark cloak that is covering almost all of his face as light begins emanating from his mouth and the words he's chanting begin to ignite and the fire lifts off the page and begins to dance in a circle around you. Looking up, you all see his lifted hands are cut open and blood is pouring onto the ground. And actually, go ahead and roll sanity for me. Fail over my uh, over my power or constitution uh, yes. power. Right? I fail a seventy six on a nineteen. I got a one, baby. <laughs> oh, so, alrighty. Uh, so uh, Luke Keith, he loses no sanity whatsoever. You rolled a one, correct? Yes. Yes. And then Thomas, John loses one sanity. Mm -hmm. Clark, you also lose one sanity. So this blood is pooling on the ground. Clark and John both failing their sanity checks, both drop their load of the coffin, leaving Keith as the sole support and the coffin hits the ground. Ari's corpse limply plopping into the muddy blood puddle in this dusty, cold crypt. Alternatively, this magically sashaying fire surrounds you and bathes all three of you in a comforting, warm light that feels familiar, but the look on Joe's face says otherwise. I am diving directly at old Clark, trying to get him to the ground. And as you do so, you grab on to an empty cloak and hit your face directly on the back of this mausoleum. Before he blacks out, he just hears, Clark, that's the guy I was talking about. 